It's time for From the Short Grass with Trey Shap, a golf podcast for those who love golf, struggle with golf, and just like to enjoy the outdoors and fellowship with friends, all while chasing a ball around trying to put it in a four and a quarter inch diameter hole. From the Short Grass is brought to you by Stevens Incorporated, an independent financial services firm with the freedom to focus on what matters most. Blackman Auctions. For over 80 years, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. We partner with you to deliver high-yield results by managing, developing, and investing in top-quality hospitality assets. And now, from the short grass, here is your host, Trey Schapp. Welcome to another edition of From the Short Grass. I am your host, Trey Schapp. Well, last week we told you that Tiger Woods was going to play in the Hero World Challenge. And right after we finished editing that episode of From the Short Grass, word came out that Tiger Woods had to withdraw from the tournament. Plantar fasciitis in his foot was not allowing Tiger Woods to walk a full 18 holes. And so he had to WD. Let's hope the Tiger is able to play in the PNC Championship with his son, Charlie, coming up next weekend. Coming up on this edition of From the Short Grass, I travel over to Sherwood, Arkansas, and the Greens at North Hills and sit down with Dawn Darter, the PGA pro over there. She grew up just off the sixth hole at what was then called North Hills Country Club, now the Greens at North Hills, And she has kind of come full circle growing up and now back as the head pro of the Greens at North Hills. She has an interesting story, and I know you're going to like it. Blackman Auctions, one of our great sponsors. Since 1938, better auctions have always been Blackman Auctions. Find them on the web, blackmanauctions.com. You can find their full list of upcoming auctions there on their website. One of our great sponsors of From the Short Grass is Blackman Auctions. We are back after this. Heading to El Dorado to check out some live music or to play Mystic Creek? Stay at the Haywood, the only boutique hotel in the middle of downtown and the Murphy Arts District. If you are spending a weekend in Hot Springs, make plans now at the Marriott Courtyard close to Lake Hamilton and Oakwan. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages both of these fine properties and you will rest easy knowing that your every need is taken care of. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels on the web at bphotels.com. This is Thomas Blackman with Blackman Auctions. The economy is changing slowly but surely. The market is slowing down in a gradual slide. Not an emergency yet, the sky is not falling, but a change is coming. When times are good, auctions make buyers compete to buy at the highest market value. When the economy gets tough, auctions force buyers to make a purchase decision. Either way, auctions get the highest return for a seller and a strong deal for a buyer. With an experienced auction company, it's a simple process. Go to blackmanauctions.com for more information. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. On the tee, PGA professional at the Greens at North Hills, Don Darter. Don, thanks so much for sitting down and joining me on From the Short Grass. Longtime PGA professional. Do you remember the first time you picked up a golf club? It was on this property. And I used to go hit balls, you know, number six, which is number six now, was our backyard so we would play but what I really remember is I would go out with 
the assistant golf professionals here. They would take me to play. Uh, Mrs. Hanson, Tommy Hanson's wife, she'd take me out to play. Mm -hmm. And we we would just go play and and hit it. And by the time I turned nine, I was on point. I'm going like, I'm going to do this forever. Yeah, we are talking about the greens at North Hills, but back then it was North Hills Country Club. Yes. Here in Sherwood, Arkansas. And so you grew up just off of number six. Yes. Um, you know, my dad joined this club the year I was born. It was 1959. I still have his member card. Oh, wow. And it looks brand new. It's uh, Our member number was 30. So it was pretty amazing as to what we did. This was his recreation. This was our vacation. We didn't do a lot of vacations, but, you know, we were very close in age. I had a brother and two sisters, and we just hung out here, went to the pool. That was our spot. The pool now is the putting green. Yes, yes. The pool leaked when I was growing up. So uh, when, <laughs> when they took the property over, they shoved the team building, which at one point served as the clubhouse before this building was built when the old clubhouse burned. So they just shoved it into the pool. Wow. They covered it with grass. Eventually what we did was we would do a fundraiser. Larry Vassar would pull his helicopter in. We did a ball drop. We earned enough money to build a practice green onto the old pool. And it's just been a delight. It's, it's been a big asset to the property. At a young age, you were hooked with the game of golf. Did you play it in high school? Did you have a high school golf team? What was, what was it like growing up being Don Darter with golf? Well, you know, it was, it's funny. All the, all the junior events, I was paired with the guys because there weren't enough girls to play. Mm -hmm. And then when I played high school golf, they had to make a team. We had to recruit some players who didn't know how to play so they could build a team around me, and that was at Mount St. Mary's. So the athletic director there put a team together so I could play in the state high school tournament, which we didn't have the overall back right. then. It was just a state tournament, which I was fortunate enough to, to win three years in a row. So it was, it was really cool that she did that for me. Um, and, and that's how the golf team was formed at, at the Mount. And then I got a scholarship to the University of Oklahoma, it was at that point they had gone to Title IX. I was their first Title IX out-of-state player. How about that? So it was that was pretty cool. I didn't know anything about who to go with or what to do. I got a letter. I looked at the schedule. They went to Florida. They went, you know, <laughs> they went to New Mexico. I'm going like, well, I'm, I, you know, I've never been out of the state. Right. You right. Know, Oklahoma. I, I went over to play in the PGA qualifier in Oklahoma. That was pretty much it. So. The, the beauty of it was that I got to travel and meet a lot of good people. When did you know that you wanted to make golf a career? Was it when you were young? When yes. did you know that you wanted to be a PGA player? I knew I wanted to do this. And, and it was funny because I'm a product of Catholic school. Right up the street is, is Immaculate Conception. Um, I went there for eight years, went to the Mount for four. And really at a young age – you know, you, you had the nuns and the beads and, and the priests, and, the, you know, they would bless you when you came into to the classroom and whatnot. And I was enamored by the prayer room. I used to carry the, the nuns' books back to their house 
mainly because I probably had to stay after school a lot. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I was I was kind of hanging oh, out no. anyway. So, yeah. you know, I was one of those kids that talked probably too much and and got to got to sit right beside the teacher's desk. You yeah. know, and that was you know not really an honor, but. Uh, you know, we had a lot of fun back then, and, and I was choosing, like, third grade, do I want to be a nun or do I want to be a golf pro? And I think I made the right decision. I would say so. so yeah. yeah. It, it, that's my one of my favorite stories, but those that's what I really remember about growing up. Your first job as a head professional, where was it? It was at Foxwood, which is Southern Oaks now. Yeah, in Jacksonville. Uh-huh. And then after that, how did you get to Blyville? So Jacksonville was the first spot. Tommy Hansen was very good about saying, okay, you're overqualified to be an assistant golf professional. You need to move on. Mm-hmm. And then a gentleman by the name of George Alexander took Foxwood out of receivership and hired me, and he sent me to Joplin to take care of Briarbrook, which is another property he took out of receivership. And then I set the pro shop up in the inventory, and then he brought me back here. So that gave me the power to set my accounts, do some things. I learned a lot being on my own, and, and my husband Gary helped me. It, 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 was a, it was a great deal. And then we moved to Blyville, and at that time he had gone through the assistance program, but he wasn't a PGA pro. So, so that enabled me uh, market to market me. Because nobody's going to hire a 25-year-old woman to be their head golf pro right out of the chute. George, right. George was an anomaly. He was from North Texas. He was, he was a big uh, player, you know, a uh, big teacher in North Texas. He, he really helped me a lot as well. So, Your time in Blyville, I remember some of the good junior golfers that came up in my time, the Spates. Yes, and then a good female golfer that I had the uh, the privilege of catting for her in the state amateur uh, when she won in, I believe it was 92, Jenny Owlett, now Jenny Owlett Rigsby. Rigsby, yes. How good of a golfer was she? Oh, Jenny could hit it. Uh, you know, we played a lot. Uh, uh, Jenny was, was just just a great asset. She she worked for me in the golf shop. Uh, you know, she's she a big heart. She loved to play the game. And and she would swing at it like me. And, you know, there, there was no holding back. She was an athlete. Uh, we we had several that came through there. Julie Church, mm-hmm. uh, who is a coach, uh, athletic director for for a college here in Arkansas. We had uh, Bo Smith was my assistant for a while, mainly because he went through the program. He went to Mississippi State. He interned for me a little bit. He caddied for me at one of the opens. So, you know, we have a long history of golf professionals or people that have really, uh, really contributed back. When you look at your time in northeast Arkansas, before coming back here to central Arkansas and, and the greens at North Hills, what, what did you learn up there that prepared you to come back here? You know, the main thing that I learned, when I moved from Blyville, we moved on to Las Vegas. Uh, I was uh, director of golf at at a golf course called Wild Horse. Uh, I was the merchandise, uh, in charge of the merchandise at the first facility, which was Black Mountain. I met a guy that was my boss that, his name was Jeff Kindred, and he had spent some time in Forest City. Of all places? Of all places that you would do that. 
So he taught me a lot. He was younger than I was, but he worked for American Golf, and, and he would do things. It was the first time that anybody had seen a tee sheet that you could book online and have vendors to come play. So I was on the forefront of that technology. Technology has definitely helped the game, helped grow the game. What do you think was the biggest influence in the game of golf? Jack Nicklaus, Arnold Palmer, Tiger Woods? I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to stay with the king. Arnold Palmer, was he was a working man, mm-hmm. came from a working-class family. You know, he worked really hard. Nothing was given to him. And he slashed at that ball, and he never gave up. And he was not afraid to to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. He didn't shut anybody out. He didn't shut anybody. It wasn't about autographs and what I can make, blah, blah. When the game was the game, they played it for the love of the game. They didn't play it for the money. And it's sad, but that's the direction that we've gone is everybody's chasing money. If you want to be a golf professional, you need to preserve the game and the history of the game. You need to learn it because that's who you really are when it all comes down to the nuts and bolts. You are big with junior golf. You support it tremendously. You've got a great junior golf program here. Why? Is it because of growing up as a junior golfer here at this place? Is that why you give back? I, I tell you what, that there wasn't a golf professional in this state that wouldn't allow me to come just come play on their golf course, would invite me over, would give me equipment. You know, we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, and then these, these golf professionals, they just like adopted me. And they taught me everything that the game meant. And, and I won't ever forget that. And if that's my place to be, that's where I want to be. You know, I'll, I'll never be rich other than the fact that I have a lot. I have a lot of of people that I've been able to influence to be better, not just at the game, but but maybe to understand what life's about. Mm -hmm. And it's not about taking, it's about giving. South Central section of the PGA, you're a member of it. Um, What does it mean to Don Darter? I saw you this past year over at the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. It was nice and close. You went over there and worked some of it. What does it mean to be a member of the South Central PGA? You know, that's that's our grassroots. That's that's who teach the tour players. You know, it's it's it means a lot. I was not involved deeply in the section. You know, I, I kind of stayed close to the chapter uh, until Barry Howard just prompted me. And, and Barry and I played junior golf together. You know, Barry's going like, no, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Jeff Ham, you know, you need to step up. You know, those are the people. Those are my friends that pushed me to do this and that, you know, I love it. I'm on the board. I'm the president of the chapter, uh, Arkansas chapter. Mm-hmm. Try to do the best I can to, to help progress uh, what we have and then still preserve what we are. So any anything that I can say that, that may help, I do. Uh, you know, it, it's not on me. It's, a, it's about all the people that surround you from the different state areas that that want that so it is it's it's pretty good uh, it's pretty good organization to belong to for sure you spoke earlier the fact that seems like it's about the money now um, when it comes to golf is it going down the wrong path with live and the pga tour and seems like the budding of heads that they're going into right now well in my opinion it is i've always felt that our sport was different from all the other sports 
the thing I miss the most about all sports is, you know, when you were an Olympian, you were an amateur. You know, you didn't get paid. You did it because of the prestige, and it wasn't chasing. Now, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a professional or an amateur. You separate out. And, and is that better for the game? could be. But, you know, growing up, knowing what the game is and knowing what the people that established the game, what it meant to them, it just never was about the money. So, and I get money's important, but, you know, it's it's not important enough to take away from who you should be. It's it's about the game. It's not about you. North Hills Country Club went away, and the city of Sherwood took over the greens at North Hills, and now you're back home. Uh, you're the head professional here at the greens at North Hills. What does it mean to you to be back here in Sherwood? Before I left for the University of Oklahoma, the golf course was under renovation. We were just doing the Trent, Robert Trent Jones uh, had come in, and I stood on the corner of the fence of the pool, and I just looked over the property, and I just promised myself that someday I would be back and I would run the property. And that vision is, is still vivid to me, that this property is in my soul. It is a part of me. And, uh, you know, we have some great support. Uh, we have great support from, from the city, from the mayor. You know, everybody understands that this is an asset to the city of Sherwood. There's not an entity. There's very few golf courses that are going to make money. But the value that it brings in, the people that it brings in from all around, and, and people do come from all around. We're at the top of the list for, for golf now, for bookings, for people coming out of state. They love it. And they, they come through once, they'll come again. I mean, this is just a great great property well the course has gotten so much better over the years uh fast greens in the summertime oh. if you come in middle july late july early august i mean you're going to be rolling at 13 and a half maybe 14 even maybe even higher than that sometimes any any higher than that and the ball is going to roll off the green oh, some and of it them. does it, and it does. does i've <laughs> seen it happen before <laughs> i tell you it, it is in prime shape uh the funny thing that people really don't know is the superintendent it's the same as me. The superintendent we have here, Mandel Brockington, he and I were both assistants back in 1980. Wow. On this property. And we grew up. We worked. For, we both worked for Tommy Hansen. Mm -hmm. He went to, uh, he played high school golf at Sylvan Hills, uh, you know, went to Washita Baptist. Uh, he came home pretty much for the same reason I came home. Came home for family and came home for the love of this golf course. And it's just great to have that personal relationship with your superintendent. It's great. Your junior golf program here, it's grown over the years. How is it going now? And I know you've got one outstanding young little golfer, little junior girl, Berkeley Turner, oh, Berkeley. who has gone to the Masters and has taken you there with her drive, chip, and putt. And I guess when other kids see her success, does that make more want to come and be a part of it? Oh, yeah. She's got a posse now. We, <laughs> we have, we have a, a, a regular group that we'll take out, uh, some of my staff members, some of the people that I'm teaching. We will take the kids out with us. I play more with the kids than I do with the adults. And every, every day is a learning period going through, but we have so much fun. And, and that's what we want. So it's almost like we have our own sandlot, plus we have all the other kids that we try to develop and get to play. So we're churning them out, I can tell you that. Is there anything looking back, Dawn, that you would do different? No. Um, 
And, and, and the reason being, Trey, is that God chooses your path, and he gives you roads to take. Had I not taken this road and uh, in, in all the paths that I had taken along the way, I, w- I would not have married my husband who I met on this property. Uh, I wouldn't have my son uh, and my grandkids and my stepdaughter. And, and I would not have Berkeley and the other kids that we have. Uh, I, I wouldn't have a lot, but most of all, I, I, I would not be at peace as to where I am now. And I, I love this property. I love my family. I love, I love everything that this game has given me. And, man, my family has sacrificed a lot for me to do this. And, you know, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I know they have. And I, I know playing in tournaments out here from time to time, year to year, I mean, Gary's right there beside you helping run everything. I mean, he's the starter. He hands you your scorecard. He does a lot. And I remember a couple years ago, your granddaughter was going through a bit of trouble battling an illness, and there was a donation pot in the pro shop. How is she? She is five now. She was diagnosed with myeloid leukemia, which which is the adult version of leukemia. She didn't have the kids' leukemia at at seven months old. Wow. Uh, She is on her fifth year of using the donor marrow, which she has to continue. And, and, and we're looking forward to that fifth year being over because that, that will help clear her out uh, and give us a little bit safer satisfaction. Um, she is outgoing. She has uh, sung the national an- anthem at a little 5K run. She's been invited to the Tennessee Vols um, practice been in in with them she lives in knoxville she's just as outgoing and beautiful spirit now has a little brother and another little brother on the way so you know life is good trey god is good for us and and uh, you know power prayer helps you through that uh those those types of illnesses uh cancer is just a terrible terrible disease and and anybody that can donate to any childhood cancer is top on my list you're a member of the arkansas golf hall of fame Yes. I, I, what, what does that mean to that. you? You know, I, I don't deserve that at this point, I, I don't think. Why not? I, I just, you know, I'm, I'm, it's almost like I'm not done yet. My contribution, I hope, continues to preserve that legacy to what people understand about the game. And, and I love being a, a member of the Arkansas Golf Hall of Fame, and I'm very honored. It's a privilege. You can't say the greens at North Hills because I'm afraid you might with this next question, but the best golf course you've ever played? I would say the best golf course that I ever played was Cedar Ridge. Played it in college. Uh, Played it at an open. My favorite course, it's hard to pick a favorite course. You you play all over. But, you know, I, I was always fond of Colonial in in Dallas yeah Uh, I I qualified for for an open there Um, I played in an open there Um, it it just the layout I I always thought fit me Mm -hmm. so it it was it was pretty good but Cedar Ridge kicked me in the teeth every time (laughs) I played it it was brutal but uh, I would have to say that Cedar Ridge is my what was it like playing in those opens it was almost surreal as you, you go, because I always felt I should be there, mm-hmm. but I always had to go qualify 
two of the opens that I played in, I was a working golf professional. So, I, you know, you work 60, 80 hours a week, and then you try and practice in between, which doesn't really happen, but you fall in. The first one I qualified for, I was 19, and I thought that I was going to play on the tour, but that just was not my path. Mm-hmm. I didn't like being on the road. I had quit OU my third semester, went out and played on on what was – the would be the futures tour is the women's professional golf tour and slept in my car slept in a van you know just lived you know at times ate peanut butter and crackers that my Mm. my buddies brought me but that was a part of life that i'll never forget and have still have some of my best friends from from that tour it helps make you who you are absolutely it was you know I, i wasn't afraid of anything back then Got uh, Dale McNamara came up to me during the first open I played. She said, why didn't you, if you were going to quit there, why didn't you come play for me? And at that time, they were, you know, they'd won the national championship. And that, that just fortifies, you know, that, that's, a great, that's a great pat on the back. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know it, it was fun. I, I've always had fun playing golf, going to the open, fun. All right, last question for you. Fantasy foursome, you and three others, living or deceased, that you could play around to golf with, who would you pick? First, Arnold Palmer. The king. I, the king. I, you know, I, I couldn't get any better than that. The next would be uh, another round with, with Tommy Hansen. Oh, man, yeah. And the other one, just, just because she's fun to be around and will be the future of the game, Berkeley Turner. How about that? That's what I would do. That's awesome. That would be my foursome. Don, thanks so much. Trey, thank you. I enjoyed it. This is Thomas Blackman with Blackman Auctions. You all know by now I'm not a good golfer, but my son loves the game and he and I have been playing more. I've got my score down to I've quit playing a scramble on every hole. I'm using the bunker rake much less than I used to, and a lot of the time I hit my drives past the women's tee box. All of my success in golf can directly be tied to me listening to From the Short Grass. Without it, I would not be the golfer I am today. Trey, you owe me 20 bucks for that. Trey knows golf. I know auctions. Come see us at BlackmanAuctions.com. Since 1938, better auctions are Blackman Auctions. When your travels take you to Bentonville for a meeting with Walmart, a trip to Crystal Bridges, or the Walmart Amp for a concert, make sure you book your stay at one of the top Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group properties. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group manages the Doubletree Suites, an all-suite hotel with tons of meeting space and the Hilton Garden Inn, which has been newly remodeled rooms throughout the entire property. The best place to stay in Northwest Arkansas is a Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group property. Visit them on the web at bphotels.com. At Stevens, our philosophy is to invest every dollar as if it were our own. To seize opportunity. To anticipate rather than react. To deliver constant focus in an ever-changing world. And to pursue the objectives of our clients in order to help them reach their financial goals. A proven history of helping companies and individuals. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to this edition of From the Short Grass. Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group, one of our great sponsors of From the Short Grass. Matthew Allen, Blair Allen, the Allen Brothers, they know how to manage hotel properties. And so when you're looking for a nice hotel to stay at, make sure it's in the Beachwood Pinnacle Hotel Group. They know how to manage hotel properties. You can find them on the web, bphotels.com. 
When you go out to the golf course, do you go and just play for fun, recreation, or do you go and you like to compete? Do you like to play with your buddies, challenge your buddies, bet with your buddies, or would you like to compete at a higher level? Maybe in an amateur tournament, maybe a four ball, maybe even a scramble just for fun. Might I suggest if you're struggling with your game, go find a local PGA golf professional. They can help you with the game of golf. They can help you understand the swing. They can help you understand the rules. They can help you understand golf better and maybe make it more fun for you than what it is right now. I think it's a great game. I love it. I've played it competitively. I've played it just for fun. And it's the competitiveness that keeps bringing me back to the game of golf. I've always said, when I can birdie the last hole, it's something like that that brings you back. Or it's a shot that you had sometime in the round that just draws you in, sucks you in, and brings you back to the game of golf and makes you want to get back out on the course again. I know we're heading into the winter months, and it's hard to get out and play. But on those warm days, if you can just stay loose, go to the driving range, hit a couple of balls, get that muscle memory down, any PGA pro is going to tell you that is what you need to work on coming up in these winter months. Remember to always respect what the superintendent has out on the course so that the course can be in tip-top shape. And also remember this, when you find a ball mark on the green, fix it and a couple of more, And I hope to see you sometime soon from the short grass. You've been listening to From the Short Grass, a weekly podcast dedicated to the game of golf. This has been a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.